Hi, this is Ronnie with Everything Vive. I'm here at GDC 2018, and I'm speaking with Renee from uh, Blueprint Reality. They're showing off a, a demo of Mixcast, and I, I figured uh, I would let her uh, kind of give her spiel and talk a little bit about what Mixcast is all about. So, Hi, yeah, yeah, thanks so much for dropping by. So uh, we're here with Mixcast, which is basically a mixed reality solution for capturing and broadcasting any kind of VR experience, application, whether it's uh, education, games, training. Um, you know, we just want to help you show the best of your product. Okay, very cool. So um, kind of, uh, you know, uh, take me through kind of what it's like to start up the software and kind of what it's capable of compared to, you know, other things out there. Yeah, sure. So uh, it's designed to be super simple. We know that, you know, if you're a teacher or you're a live streamer, you don't have the time to set up every single time. So it's a one-time setup. All you need is your VR setup, so your Vive, um, and then uh, you have uh, our Mixcast product. So okay. there is a free trial version that people can check out, but we also have an SDK that people can integrate directly into their application. Okay. Really simple code that they can put in, and then that allows, kind of unlocks the full version that, uh, that you see here. And then, um, so you boot it up, and uh, you calibrate your camera in Mixcast. Okay, so just to be clear, the, the, the hardware that you would be able to get uh, to run with Mixcast is a camera that can actually, uh, it, from what I can tell based on your booth, it, it looks like you set up the camera to uh, cover the play area, and then it's able to it's able to to, to, to bring up footage. Totally, yeah. So um, it's designed to be used with as many different types of cameras as you have. Like we've got a DSLR here. Okay. Um, you know, we have uh, an Intel RealSense camera there with okay. the depth sensing. Okay. Uh, and uh, yeah, you can just uh, boot it right up. Make sure that it's positioned properly. If you want to put a tracker on there, a Vive tracker, okay. it'll track as well, so you can okay. get those cool dynamic shots. Sure. But basically, we want we want it to be able to um, track your movement, track your hands and your head in VR, uh, and then translate that into basically a composited. Um, Mixed reality uh, capture of you. So you're your person in real life. That's you. It's not a character. It's not a cartoon avatar. Uh, and the virtual world that you're in so that people can look at that and they can see what it is that you're looking at mm -hmm. and you know maybe even something behind you that you can't see. It's just, it translates, translates that experience so much better. Yeah, because I was going to say, I mean, one of the kind of obstacles of getting new people into VR is unless you've tried it, you don't really know exactly what it's like to have that experience. And it looks like Mixcast does a really great job of, of showing people what it kind of feels like to be immersed in a virtual space. Absolutely, and that's our aim. Like, we know that it's so difficult. You know, everyone says you have to experience it to know, right? Like, it's yeah. not enough to watch a YouTube video, but we want to help people bridge that gap just a little bit easier and see, no, like, this is, this is what's happening for this person. You are seeing what they are seeing, and you're experiencing <laughs> it with them and connecting to them as a person as well. Awesome. Well, yeah, it, thank you very much for speaking with me. No it worries. looks like a product that I'm really interested in, we're really interested in using for our own uh, purposes at, at Everything Vive. Um, where can, uh, if anyone's interested in, in learning more or being able to, to, to get involved with Mixcast, what's the best way to, to get the software? What's the best way to reach out to you guys? Sure. So um, they can go to mixcast.me. Okay. Uh, so mixcast.me. Uh, and you can download the free version directly from there. You can get in touch with us about uh, the different product <laughs> packages that we offer, depending on whether you're a streamer, a developer. We help everyone. Um, and then also follow us uh, at Blueprint Reality. 
Um, on Twitter, there's no I in the print because we ran out of characters. Fair enough. It's like blue print <laughs> reality. Um, and uh, yeah, I would just recommend people follow us uh, to check out our uh, upcoming 2.0 release, which is actually coming up in April, okay. which will feature green screenless capture, which very is cool. what we're demoing here today. So Awesome. Well, thank you very much for your time. Yeah, and uh, thank you. Yeah, we'll be in touch. Sounds awesome. Hello, everyone. This is Ronnie here at, from Everything Vive at GDC 2018. I'm here with John Hamilton. He's CEO of Unlimited. I just checked out a, a demo uh, that they're running here at GDC uh, for a, a pilot episode of, of a project they're putting together called Trinity. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, if you could uh, give me a little bit more details, John, on, on kind of what, what you guys are showing off here at GDC. Yeah, well, Trinity is a uh, high-end uh, live-action cinematic uh, <laughs> interactive narrative VR series uh, that we're producing, and uh, we're showing the pilot episode here at uh, GDC for the first time. Okay, perfect. Or VRDC, I guess I should say. Yeah, so, I mean, I, 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 I spent a, a brief few minutes um, watching the pilot and, and kind of, you know, getting, a, getting a, a, a sense of kind of what you guys are up to. And actually something that really fascinated me about what you guys are doing is compared to, you know, most of the... the 3D VR experiences that are out there, it's kind of a mix between, as far as I could tell, a mix between, uh, you know, filmed cin- cinema mm-hmm. and and actual, like, you know, like a, a game engine, like particle effects, uh, gameplay to, to make you feel like you're a part of the footage rather than just being, you know, a lot of times you see these, like, fisheye lens kind of, you know, experiences that, yeah. especially in the headsets currently, yes. aren't super high resolution, so yeah. you, you don't feel... I, I was actually really... Like, you know, the subtle things like uh, looking up and with the rain coming down, even though I'm in a a 3D uh, video, essentially, you know, raindrops are hitting my face Uh and... And, and I really, you know, it, it adds quite a bit to feel like you're actually part of that experience. I, so I don't know if you could talk a little bit sure. about about what you guys are doing to try to separate what you're doing with Trinity compared to, you know, the kind of the early attempts of 3D, uh, of 360 VR stuff out there. Yeah, well, we've been doing this for about three years now, and uh, we started, our background really is in... Uh, you know, film production. Okay. Uh, and we're also, uh, we also have a couple of our partners also worked in building 3D camera systems for uh, 3D cinema. Okay. So um, the idea of Unlimited really was to to start our company and work at the sort of highest level of cinematic VR possible. Yeah. So we set the benchmark pretty high uh, yeah. for what we wanted to produce. Um, but basically the idea um, for all of the interactivity or what we like to call reactivity um, was really to immerse people much more into the story. Okay. Um, and as you said, you know, for instance, um, you know, you're in a live action sort of 360 environment. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it looks great, and there's yeah. lots of visual effects in it. But then when you look up, you'll see raindrops falling on your mask, which you can actually shake off if you want to as well. Okay. They would actually come off as raindrops. Wow. Um, so, so it was little little bits and pieces like that where we really tried. To, to, to give people much more immersion into the story, to actually make them really feel like they're there. Um, as opposed to anything that's, you know, using game controllers or everything is gaze-based. Okay. So we tried to avoid using game controllers or any other type of sort of mechanics that would make people feel that they're in a game that actually sure. takes them out of the story. Okay. So that was really the goal. Yeah, no, because I, like, like I said, I was actually really uh, surprised and really, like, amazed at how it kind of melt. For me personally, I'm usually a guy that likes the game side of VR more because I, I feel like, you know... 
the like you said, the, the, the environment's reacting to me. It knows I'm there, and, and that kind of that feedback back and forth makes it feel realistic. Yes. And this is the first time I've tried a, a 360 VR experience where I was getting those same type of feelings. So, wow, that's great, Ronnie. Thank so, you. Well, yeah. that's sort of our goal. Our goal is really to apply everything that we're learning, uh, doing sort of narrative interactive VR, mm-hmm. uh, and, and actually bringing in more gameplay in a really sort of subtle way. And I, I really do believe that that what we're doing and what so many of the amazing game you know uh, developers are doing, yeah, yeah, I really believe we're sort of on a on a on a crash course that we're slowly going to meet. Yeah, and I think you know a lot of the stuff that we're developing, I think, can be integrated into games. Yeah. And of course, a lot of the stuff that that amazing stuff that gamers are doing, we want to bring in into you know sort of what we're doing as well. Sure. Okay. Well, um, yeah. If you could just let everybody know kind of uh, when Trinity is going to be released, how they can eventually you know try it for themselves. And then, you know, what's the the best way that they can kind of keep up with with what you guys are up to? Sure. Um, well, you can follow us. Um, you can actually follow us with Unity because we're uh, we're one of the feature projects and made with Unity. Um, and uh, hopefully, we'll be released within the next three to four months. Perfect. Uh, the pilot episode, uh, and then uh, we're not 100 percent sure uh, which platform it'll be either Vive or some of those other platforms. Sure, sure. Um, but um, but people should be able to see it by the summer for sure. Okay, excellent. Well, thank you very much for your time, and, uh, and we look forward to, to seeing Trinity's release. Awesome. My pleasure, Ronnie. Thank you. Hello, this is Ronnie Farhat with Everything Vive. I'm here at GDC 2018 with Valentine. Uh, she's a producer at Illogica. Uh, Valentine, it's, it's great to meet you. Nice to meet you as well, Ronnie. Yeah, and uh, so um, I'm kind of here just to talk. I, I know that Illogica, Illogica is a Montreal-based uh, game studio. I, I know you guys have worked in VR. Um, I'm just kind of interested in kind of, uh, you know, some of the projects that you've worked on in the past, uh, maybe some stuff uh, that you're working on now, and just generally what Illogica is all about. Okay, well, yeah, so you got it right. Logica is a Montreal-based studio, so uh, we, we've done quite a bit of projects in VR. Um, we started with doing more Gear VR projects, so mobile. Um, the first really kind of big project we did was porting Hitman Go, the mobile game, to the Gear VR and optimizing the experience for that. Obviously, uh, uh, a game in VR is very different from mobile, so we had to do quite a bit of uh, adaptations to get... Hitman Go be a smooth experience on the Gear VR with the interactions that are on there. Uh, that was a very interesting experience for us for you know learning the UX and UI of how to make everything function in VR. Sure. Um, after that, we started focusing more on tethered experiences. So um, at Illogica, we have so we're mainly a service studio. So we work with other companies. For example, Hitman Go VR was work we did with Square Enix Montreal. Uh, but we also do, do our own IPs and games like Severia, which will be launching uh, April 24th, 2018, out of early access. And, and you guys Steam. must be excited about that because yeah. that's your first your first new IP that you yeah. guys have developed. Yeah. So, so how's that process been? Uh, it's been uh, it's been very um, interesting, uh, <laughs> kind of uh, stressful at times because you know it's our first new IP. We uh, we have a lot of client projects as well to do at the same time as we're developing our IP, which is sometimes. Uh, 
a challenge to manage. And um, yeah, it's been it's been a challenge, but we're finally happy to you know release it to the world. And okay, and, and it's Subaria. Is it? Uh, I pronounced that correctly. Yeah. Correct? Is is it a VR uh, IP no, that you guys no, are developing? Just or? On, okay. On uh, PC. Okay. Uh, right now. Okay. With very more cool. More announcements to come for platforms very soon. Um, yeah. So we do. So we do our own IP. Uh, contract work but we also do R&D so okay. every year everyone has four weeks to work on their own ideas whatever they want to do and that is where a lot of our tethered VR projects have come out from so right now we've released two of those projects that are free on edge.io and soon to be free on steam as well okay um, which is Clickblocks, which is a game heavily inspired by another game uh, with cubes in it that you stack uh, except <laughs> it's in 3D uh, so it's it's really a fun little contained experience that allows people to really you know get creative with how they use the cubes to uh, to succeed in the game. Very cool. And then we've taken a real, we've taken a very big interest in locomotion in VR. So you know there's a lot of the teleporting which has worked for people, um, but we wanted to experience something that felt a little bit more natural. So sure. um, we tried to look at people moving by punching to uh, give them because we found that when there's someone is doing a movement mm -hmm. to move yeah. uh, it makes them less sick than if they were you know just like pressing a joystick or something okay like that. And, and I know like you kind of explained a little bit about yeah. how your those those projects start out yeah um, what are some of your goals like when you when different people on your teams work on R&D yeah. uh, projects what are the, kind of the end goals of some of like with, with these two demos in yeah. particular um, what do you guys hope to get out of uh, developing these ideas well well, it's like the first focus is really to give people and the people on our team an opportunity to explore something that they haven't tried before. So, you know, we're not necessarily looking like we have to have a game that's shippable at the end of this R&D. Mm -hmm. We just want people to get familiar with new tools to, you know, get creative and be able to do things. So, for example, the Flickblocks game was made by someone who's was thought of by someone who's not a game designer. So he got the he got the opportunity. He's an artist, actually. He got the opportunity to you know game design and think about a game he wanted to do. So it's really a focus on giving people that opportunity to do something different. And then if at the end there's something that's shippable and that we can actually use, that's great. But if sure. it's not, that's totally fine. And, and that's awesome with these demos in particular that you guys were able to offer them to people to try. And that that must be really cool for them also and you guys to get feedback on on some of the. Stuff you guys are working on yeah yeah it's really awesome to be able to share something and then get feedback on it and see what works and what doesn't like for example the punching locomotion that's something that you know it's a demo that's out there but we could use it in another game because we've seen some good feedback from it and people actually really think it's something that works very cool around. well uh i guess going going back a little bit to uh the hitman go and lara croft mm -hmm. go uh vr ports that you guys worked it was on just hitman go Okay, yeah. just Hitman Go. Yeah. Okay, just just to clarify. Sorry about yeah, that. Yeah, it's fine. Um, yeah, so for Hitman Go in VR, um, how, how did you guys, uh, did did you guys approach, did, did you want to make that title into VR and that's kind of how that project came about or um, like yeah. how, how, how did that process work for you guys? Yeah, it was really uh, Square Enix that had an interest to okay. take the game um, and bring it to VR. Um, to VR. Gear VR was pretty new at the time, so sure. they kind of wanted to experiment with the platform as well and get a title on there. So that's, they really are the ones who approached us and we really wanted to you know, take on a challenge of design 
for VR of a game that was not made like that. But yeah. what was really nice with Hitman Go, if you're, I don't know if you're familiar with the game, but it plays, uh, it look, it has the look of a board game, and it yep. plays like a board game. So we were able to kind of adapt it pretty easily to have, you know, the board in front of you and be able to look around it in VR. Very cool. Very cool. And so did that kind of inspire you guys to, to work on VR from that point? Or had you guys done a lot of VR work before doing that part? Or? No, that was really our first foray. So okay. it was, um, it really yeah, gave us an idea of what we can do with VR and the opportunities that are there. Sure. Um, so for, yeah, but we were kind of, you know, limited with gear VR hardware because you can't run that many games on there that are it's a mobile you can run mobile uh, on there that's pretty much it so we really wanted to try tethered and try something that's you know a little bit of richer visual experience and game experience okay awesome well um, I I guess uh, how what's the uh, best way for for people that are interested in the work that Elogic is doing uh, to to kind of keep you know track of of what you're up to and also to reach out and, and, and contact you so our Facebook page is like the best place you can go. It's uh, facebook.com slash Elogica, or you can find it on our web- website, elogica.com, and it's spelled I-L-L-O-G-I-K-A. So, <laughs> so people know sometimes it's hard to hear it, um, but yeah, that's the best way to keep in touch. We, up- we update everything pretty often. Okay, awesome. Well, uh, thank you so much for, for taking the time to speak with me. I definitely look forward to you know, uh, just to seeing where uh, the projects that you guys are working on go and, and where your future work, hopefully in VR, uh, continues to go. And with that, uh, yeah, let's keep in touch. Thanks.